God bless everyone this morning. Welcome to Liberty Church of Peoria. Hallelujah. Please stay tuned for today's anointed message brought by Pastor Marvin D. Hightower. We're going to take a pause for the cause so that we can give a praise to our God. Now, some of the scriptures y'all quoted, y'all was all up in the stuff I was going to say, but that's okay. Amen. And the reason why I'm taking a pause for the cause and, and, and taking a time to stop and praise God, not by my words, but through his, is because, as you know, uh, our sister Robin had surgery on Monday. Now, one, they, they were supposed to replace an, her aorta because it had a, a aneurysm, and then one of her valves was supposed to be replaced. But once they got in there, they discovered that, you know, of course, they, had, they, they still had to replace the aorta, but they just repaired the valve. The surgery was scheduled to last six to eight hours, but it was done in about four or five, which we thank God. The surgeon came out and had his name said everything went well. However, the devil just ain't going to leave things alone. Right? So, thank God for that. Then Tuesday, they came with some grim facts told the family. They said uh, she had had a stroke oh, yeah. and that because her blood pressure had dropped during surgery. Now, they didn't say that after the surgery. Right. Yeah. Her blood pressure had stopped during surgery, and so it affected uh, her right side, which is her dominant hand. She couldn't open or squeeze her hand. She couldn't move her leg, and she couldn't talk. Mm. They came with them grim facts, and they were facts. Even one guy that was there, who was a nurse, who belonged to Dave, was like, oh, it's grim. We got hope, but it's going to be grim. She could take turns for the worst. They was talking about everything that they saw from their vantage point, what she wasn't going to be able to do. So of course, it shook us a little bit. But then again, it didn't, because I had peace, and God started speaking, and we start praying. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Yeah. That's what he spoke to me. Okay. Okay. So we prayed that on Tuesday, and Marisa and them came and had prayer, and, and then at the result of that, they said that uh, everything would be restored. Now, at that time, we didn't know. We was praying. God woke me up at 2 o'clock in the morning, Wednesday morning, okay. to pray specifically for her. I don't know how long I prayed. I don't even know when I went back to sleep or if I went back to sleep. But then by the time morning came, because it's late in the midnight hour, God will turn things around. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't know this. But my brother-in-law told me on yesterday, he woke up on Wednesday because he'd been staying there with her and said, good morning, love. And she said, good morning. Now, in the midst of my prayer, I said, God, do something so big that it would amaze the doctors. And unbeknownst to me, the neurologist came in because I wasn't there. And my brother-in-law said, the doctors came in and said, I'm just amazed. Ah, he did it. So not only is she speaking, not only is she moving her hands, not only is she moving her legs, she's been up walking. Oh, 
it did all the scams and all of that, yes, you know, you may not recognize this and with all that kind of thing, but we can pray the word of the Lord. Nothing missing, nothing broken, and God added nothing lacking. Amen. I said, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. So she was in ICU. Was. Pastor. Amen. She's an intermediate right now. Looking to get off on tomorrow. Still a little hiccup, but amen. God is able to complete the work. God is a healer. And there is a noble miracle that we experience. Not based on the grim facts, but based on the truth of the word that by his stripes we are healed. So today I'm taking a praise break. God. 
Praise means to glorify or the act of glorifying God. In other words, giving God everything that's due him. Why? Because he is God. And he has given us his Holy Spirit. And because of his Holy Spirit, he gives us exuberance and a dance. Even if you can't dance, you got joy. Amen. And that comes from what? The Holy Spirit. So David in Psalm 34 says what? I will do what? Bless the Lord at all times. Uh-huh. And go on. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And go ahead. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. And what? The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. And? Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Stay right there. Oh, what? Magnify the Lord. Magnify means glorify the Lord with who? Me. And do what? And go ahead. I sought the Lord and he heard me. And did what? And delivered me from all my fears. Stop right there. He said, I sought the Lord and he did what? Delivered me. He heard me first. And then he did what? Delivered me. From all my fears. Now, Tuesday night after Larice came home, she said, Don't listen to the voices. Because the devil is not going to let you get stay in the victory that God has given you. So he's going to start speaking doubt, fear in your mind. He's going to try to do all he can to get you to move off of the place of faith. Because the biggest fight we have is the fight of faith. And so if you look to him, he will hear you. And guess what? He will deliver you from what? All Did he say something? No. Did he leave part of, part of it up? Oh, no. When you seek him, and you know that you know that you know that you know that you know yes. that you know that you know that he heard you. Yes. And guess what? He hears those who are belong to him. Yes. So you can rest in that fact. If you are a believer, you already belong to him. And if you seek him and call out to him, he will hear you. Now, sometimes he may not answer you immediately, but that's on you. <laughs> keep on seeking him. Because as you keep on seeking him, you'll soon discover that he has delivered you from your fear. Why? Because you are speaking his word back to him and saying, I will do what? Bless the Lord. <laughs> all right, y'all. All right, y'all good with that? And you look at me from all my ears. But number five says what? And their faces. Verse six says, "This poor man cried, and what? And did what? Now, when God tells you something twice, He means it. In the New Testament, He said, Simon, Simon, Amen. When God God double enunciates something, He means what He says, trying to get your attention. So He's saying that you keep calling unto Me, and I will deliver you from your fears. Why? Because I have what heard you, Mm, and saved you out of all your trouble. Verse seven says what? The angel of the Lord round about them that feared Him and delivered them. The angel of who? The Lord. Now remember, this is the Old Testament. Jesus had not appeared bodily yet, but that did not mean Jesus didn't exist because he existed from the beginning. What an angel of the Lord uh, is tied to is what they call a theophany, a pre-incarnate vision or a pre-incarnate 
Jesus Christ that manifests himself in the Old Testament in different forms as an angel of light is one of them. Jesus just didn't show up in Matthew. He was there in Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Bible says in Genesis we created man in what? Our image. And then our likeness. Whose image is that? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So Jesus already existed. And the Bible says in another place, nothing is created that wasn't created by him. So Jesus just didn't show up in Matthew. He was already there. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> he was already there. The angel of the Lord in capital sets up camp. In actual, it's a military camp. <laughs> in other words, that means there ain't nothing that's going to come in because he has set a military camp around you so that when the enemy tries to come against you, you got the whole host of heaven that's going to protect you. You got to stop and take time to praise the Lord sometimes because you forget what you got. Amen. When you are a believer because we get caught up in this world and the devil will try to get you to believe what you don't got, but I'm here to tell the devil, I got the angel of the Lord. Come on. Keep this up to me. Say, I got him. The angel of the Lord. He set up a military camp around me. We don't have to fight every fight. So another place the battle is not ours. It's what? The Lord. However, he will use your faith yes. so that you can get him to intervene on your behalf. Amen. Ah, next verse says what? Oh, what? Say that again. Oh, what? That. Say it again. That the Lord is what? Blessed is what? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Even when it's bad, God is what? Good. So I encourage you to taste and see. Just take a little bite of it. Just take a little taste of it. Because if you get a little taste, you'll want a little more. Because if you get a little more, you'll want a little more. Oh, taste and see that what? God is good. Mm. Blessed is the man that does what? Trust in him. Verse 9 says, Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints. For there is no want to them that fear him. Fear does not mean be afraid. Fear means to stand in awe of. Reverence. Him. Now next week I'm going to be teaching on worship a little bit. But this week I'm teaching on praise. Yeah. And praise should, your praise pleases God. Yeah. Your praise should not be uh, predicated on how you feel, but that he is God yeah. in your fear or standing in awe of him. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, fear the Lord, you his what? Saint. But see, you can't be a saint on Sunday and an ain't on Monday. Oh, watch out. We got Monday through Saturday ain'ts, but then try to show up on Sunday and become a saint. It don't work that way. Because if you had a real encounter with God the Father, through God the Son, and, in, and filled with God the Holy Spirit, your life has been transformed whether you feel it or not. Amen. That's right. 
Ah, uh, the young lions do lack suffer hunger, and but they that seek the Lord shall not what? They won't lack or shall not want any good thing. Drop down to 14 and say, no, 13, say this. Keep thy tongue from what? And thy lips from what? Speaking God or deceit or talking lies. Number 14, I ain't gonna stay there. Number y'all get me preaching there. I'm not preaching there. I got a long way to go. Number 14 says what? Depart from evil. Depart from what? Evil and do good. Turn from evil and do what? Good. And seek what? Peace. And what? Peace that surpasses all understanding only comes through him. So in other words, that is saying, seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. And as you seek in first the kingdom of God, you will have great peace because you're seeking the God of peace. Not peace, but the God of peace. Y'all good? The eyes of the Lord are where? And his ears are what? That's the third time that God is letting us know that he hears us. God hears you. Repeat this after me. Say, God hears me. God hears me. Write that down. Put it in your memory bank. Put it yeah. in, download it to your file. Yeah. Amen. When you wake up tomorrow, let the devil know. God hears me. Okay, what you say, devil? God hears me. How am I righteous? Because of what Jesus did. And he hears me through the blood of Jesus because he sees me through that same blood. He don't see that messed up sinner me. He sees the righteous me. Through the blood. Let's go down to verse 17. The righteous cry again. Here we go. And do what? Deliver them out of what? He done said this so many times, you've got to get to the point where you believe. Because <laughs> God doesn't, don't waste his words. And if you want to hear the voice of God, you hear God look at the word of God. Amen. The Lord is not unto them that are of a what? Broken heart. And the such to be of a contract spirit. And verse 19 says what? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Stop right there. Many are the what? Afflictions of the righteous. That is telling us yeah. that this life will not be easy. In other words, you are going to go through some stuff. I don't care if you're righteous. I don't care if you're a believer. I don't care who you are and the alphabet soup behind your name. Many are the what? Afflictions, Afflictions means trouble. Yes, sir. You are going to go through many troubles. Are going to have many troubles, and sometimes it's going to seem like you just get out of one and go right into the other. But as the song says, trouble don't last always. Joy And morning is not set on the clock. Morning is when you know that God has stepped in and taken over the thing. Amen. And he delivered them out of them. What? Oh. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate righteous 
shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be what? Desolate. Desolate or condemned. God promises great blessings to his people, but many of these blessings require active participation. God will set you free from your fears. God will defend you. God will show you his goodness. God will supply your needs. God will listen when you call. God has redeemed you, but you must do your part. Your part is it. You got to trust. Your part is you got to cry out to him. Your part is I got to you got to take refuge in him. Your part you must fear him. Your part is you must not lie to him. You must turn from evil, do good and search for peace. You must serve him. And take the time out in the middle of your mess to give God his praise in spite of the mess. Amen. Then you probably asking why God would look at me. Let's go to Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Yes, sir. Now you do know we're fighting the devil, right? Yeah. And he's a real devil. Yes, yes. <laughs> Amen. But there is a real God. Yeah, amen. Mm. David says this, number one, first one says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name. Where? In all the earth. In all the earth. Oh Lord, oh Master, Sovereign Yahweh, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above what? The heavens. His glory is above where? The heavens. His glory is above, because he set his glory above those heavens. Yeah. Why? Because he set the heavens in their place. <laughs> Why? Because he God, he did that. Amen. Amen. Number two, out of the mouth of babes and what? Hast thou ordained strength or praise because of your enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Sometimes we got to let the baby speak. Because they can shut the devil up. You know why? Because they ain't that far removed from heaven. That's why when a young child speaks, the devil got to shut up. Even though he'll shut up for us, he will really shut up for them. Why? Because they just got to the earth and they just came from heaven. And so they are filled with the power and presence of God the Father. And when I, I believe this with all my heart that when the baby is talking, when they are really are talking, you might think they're talking to us. They're talking back to God. Amen. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, what? Keep reading. Come perfect praise, but they're what? Thou hast ordained strength. So I get excited when some young child speaks a word. Because that gets God's attention as well as the devil's attention. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thou, thine enemy. Thou 
that might have still the enemy and the adventure. When I consider thy heavens and the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast what? Or set in place. The question David said is, what is man? <laughs> what is he? And that's generic. What is man? That thou art mindful of him. In other words, you are on God's mind. Yes. Yes, sir. Repeat after me. Say, I am. I am. On God's, on God's mind. mind. In another place, it tells, it tells us that God knows the very hairs on your head. He, if the God, the great God of the universe knows you by your name. Out of all the billions of people that lived before you and those who are living now and those who possibly will live after you unless Jesus come, yeah. God knows your name. Yeah. But the most important thing is your name being written in the book of Lamb, the Lamb of Book of Life, right? Yeah. Lamb of Book of Life, amen. Yeah. God knows your name. Name the Son of Man that thou visitest him, for thou hast made him what? A little lower than the angels. And has crowned him with what? We are God's crowning achievement. Yes. Ephesians says we are his workmanship, yes. which means we are God's work of art. Yes. Now, God could have made us all robots, yes. but God did not make us all robots right. because he had to fill us with himself. And God is too big to fill one person with all of him, so he filled everybody that wants him with him. We gave us different gifts because no one person could handle everything God had to give them. Well, how do you know? Look at Adam. <laughs> Adam couldn't handle it. <laughs> so God said, okay, I'm about to create me another man. Amen. And his name is Jesus to clear the sins of that first man so that I can give my Holy Spirit to all men and women, boys and girls, so that they can glorify me in the earth and establish the kingdom of God in the earth. Verse number uh, 8, 6 says this, for thou madest him to have what? Dominion. Ah, see. That's right, authority. We have authority in the earth. Yes, sir. I've taught on this. That's good. We have authority in the earth. The devil don't have authority or dominion in the earth. The same promise that God gave Adam that came through Jesus Christ, now through us, we still have. The problem is we allow the devil to talk us out of the dominion that we have and try to get us to be like the first Adam and give it back to him. But I declare and decree, I ain't giving it to you, devil. You can't have my dominion. You can't have my authority. Matter of fact, by the way, I'll take authority over you right here and right now. So I can declare and decree nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Amen. And guess what? God had to hear that. Amen. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Y'all, y'all. We got to take time to praise him, right? Thank you, Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep, oxen, yea, the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the sea. And then he ended it with this. Oh, Lord. Our Lord. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. He began with that. 
And he ended with that. <laughs> After going through all them verses, he couldn't do nothing but go back to where he came from. Right. Oh, Lord, our Lord. How, what? Is thy name. And then the last scripture, I believe, which Sam pointed out <laughs> through his grandchildren. Yeah. Psalm 23. Amen. Psalm 23. I said, Sherry had my one, and then Sam came with the other one. Now, if somebody came with Psalm 8, I would have said, okay, no. <laughs> That's it, confirmation. And the, the Bible says in Psalm 23, which is a psalm of David, the Lord is my what? Shepherd. Which means he's my provider. He is my guide. He is what? My protector. Remember that military account? Remember? Amen. The Lord is my what? Shepherd. And I shall not want. Sheep are completely dependent upon their shepherd. We got to get completely dependent upon God and quit trying to do things ourselves. We got to get ourselves out of the way and so that God can have his way. Too many times we try to do God's work instead of doing our work. Our work is to rely on him as our shepherd, to call out his name, to trust him, to believe him, to stand on the word that he wrote to us and the word that he gives to us. And depend on him as our what? Shepherd. And because of that, I shall not want. He maketh me. Yes. Now that don't mean might. That's right. He, <laughs> he said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. In other words, he gives us the nourishment that we need. Yes. If we stay planted like a tree by the river of water. He can nourish you. The problem is we like to disconnect from him, work out in our own way. Then when we get in trouble, we want to call on him again. But if you stay with him, he will feed you. Amen. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of rightness for his name's sake. In other words, he gives us spiritual restoration. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will do what? I will do what? Fear no evil. Why? Because I'm in a I'm in dominion. We are in dominion. So we should not fear no evil. Hallelujah. Quit giving into your fears and start walking by your faith. Amen. No, for thou art what? With me. If he's with you, why should you fear? Because his word says he will never do, leave you or forsake you. Even though you may feel the fear, and it's true. Yes. However, you should not be fearful because he is with you, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> thy rod and thy staff, they do what? Thou preparest the table before me in the what? Presence. In the presence of your enemy, God will feed you right in front of you. He said, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence. In the presence of all those haters. In the presence of all those that don't understand you. 
But it ain't for them to understand you. If you're following after God, you can care less what they say. You gotta, only thing you gotta worry about is what God says. Amen. Press the table for my enemies. Thou anoints my head with my cup run over, and verse 6 says, Surely. <sighs> There's no doubt there. He said, What? Surely. A sure word. That's why you got to make your calling and your election sure. Because if you make your calling and your election sure, surely. <laughs> surely what? Goodness and mercy. Goodness and what? Mercy. Goodness and mercy will do what? In other words, they'll be hunting you now. Too often we'd be running from the devil when we ought to be running toward God. And when we run toward God, surely goodness and mercy will come on the backside of us and bring us in near to him. So surely goodness and mercy shall what? Follow me how many days? All days. That word again. All means this. All is all. All there is is all. And all there is is all. And all there ever will be is all. That's what all means. <laughs> All the days of what? In the good times. In the bad times. In the happy times. In the sad times. When I have it. When I don't have it. When I can't see it. Goodness and mercy shall follow me what? All. The days of my life are all on all the time this earth. Yeah. <laughs> All the dash. <laughs> Goodness and mercy shall follow me even though I don't understand some of the things that go on. Even though it may be unfair how they treat us and they're treating us since we've been around. But I got good gospel news. That's because we are the foundation. We're not the bottom. We're the foundation. Amen. And the devil always want to attack the foundation because if he attacks the foundation, then he can get the whole thing to topple over. But we got to be ye steadfast, immovable, always abiding in the work of the Lord. Because your labor will not be in vain. In the Lord, surely goodness and mercy shall what? Follow me. All the what? And I will dwell in the house. Of the Lord. Forever. Amen. Jesus put it this way. Let not your heart be troubled. <laughs> you believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house. <laughs> there are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you I'd go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you will be also. Amen. So we took time out today to praise the Lord with his own word back to him because it won't return to him void. Amen. Now, I'll say this. Last Sunday, we stumped on the devil's head and we didn't know why. 
And I know why now, because God knew what we would go through this week. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. So goodness and mercy will follow us all the days. So this week, I encourage you to take time in the midst of all your schedules and troubles and pressures and stresses and praise God. You don't have to do it long. You just do it for a minute or however he leads you. Just take time and start speaking the words of faith that comes from him through the spirit instead of the words of the world which can only come from the devil. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Praise God. I thank God for his word.